and a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, CN Rail is in Regina today to discuss future grain movement with producer groups. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. CN Rail is holding consultations with farm groups in Regina today. It's an effort to discuss a speedy movement of grain to market. CN Vice President Sean Finn says the winter backlog has been cleared and efforts are underway to ensure there's no repeat of last winter's slow movement of grain to market. Jim, well, I'm very happy to be back in Regina. Uh, I was here in April to meet uh, the grain producers and, uh, you know, after a very difficult first three months of the year. So I'm here to do two things, update them on where we are on the movement of, uh, of grain and other products also in Western Canada, but also consult with them because we must prepare a grain plan under the new law by July 31st. So I want to make sure I'm back to talk to them about what we're planning on doing and get their views on our plan. So what are you going to be asking them to tell you what what the, what do you think anticipate they'll want? Sure. Well, I think well, clearly I want to know if the backlog is clear, and I'll be telling them absolutely. We we are now meeting all demand for the rail cars. Uh, we did so as early on as May because less grain moves in May because the farmers are seeding, obviously. So it's not because we're that good at moving; it's just not there to move. But it'll come back. We expect to have a good carryover, so I think we'll be busy on moving grain all the way to the end of July and early August. And then secondly, talk to them about you know what would be in the plan and their views of what's the the grain crop is a bit early because our plan must be tabled in July 31st on our website uh, estimating the current crop. So to get a better feel of what the crop is, I mean, we don't grow grain, we move the grain, but they have a better view than we do on that. But also making sure that, you know, this process is important where all the members of the supply chain, you know, should be consulted and involved, not just the railway. So it's a way for us to say, you know, here's what we're planning on doing. Do you have any views and how can we do things differently? And are we kidding on the right issues for you? Making sure we'll be ready this fall and resilience when it comes to more employees and more, more, more locomotives. So what steps have you taken to avoid the backlog? Sure. So you know, there's four things in April. We did all four. One was uh, hire new employees. We've hired 1,200 new conductors. Uh, they spent their eight weeks of training in Winnipeg, and now they've been in the property. They'll be ready to move uh, to be on trains this fall. First of all, secondly, we acquired 1,000 new uh, high-cube uh, grain cars, uh, hopper cars from uh, from National Steel. They're being built as we speak. They'll be available only in January, February of 2019. We also invested $400 million in the track between Edmonton and Winnipeg, like I said. We just opened up a double track outside of Melville, so the capital's been deployed. We're not finished yet. We'll spend the summer doing it. That's been done. And finally, you know, we had ordered 200 brand new locomotives. 60 arrived on the property in June. So these are assets and people will have in place over the summer you know, finishing our training, but by September, we want to have excess capacity and resilience to face, you know, what I, now, what I now call more difficult operating conditions, to avoid the W word. Now, you touched on this. You talked about the improvements in Saskatchewan. Expand a little more, because I know it wasn't just around Melville. There was some other work. What, yeah. How's it going? For sure. So there'll be, you know, extended sidings on the track itself. Uh, there's a series of initiatives that we're doing, you know, some work uh, in the yards, obviously, in, in Saskatchewan. But the idea is looking at our main line. If we can extend sidings or also uh, make sidings closer together, we'll create more capacity. So there's a certain issues on the track between Saskatchewan and uh, Alberta. Now, I want to pursue a little bit more about this meeting today. What are you hoping to accomplish? Yeah, so I think, you know, just uh, the fact that I'm, I'm back uh, and, you know, in a position I want to update them where we are is, first of all, so make sure that they realize we had made commitments back in August, back in April, so we're here to, to tell them where we are and get their feedback, whether they see it was, you know, it worked or not. And then secondly, really it's important to get, to start a dialogue on the consultation for the grain plan, because in addition to the grain plan, which is due by the end of July, we must table 
with Transport Canada by October, a winter plan. So all of a sudden, there'll be a plan also showing how we're going to be resilient coming into the winter months. So, no, just having a good dialogue, for me, it's an opportunity to hear them out. Uh, my colleagues here in uh, in, uh, in Saskatchewan uh, are there also, so we're going to hear it. And it allows me to go back, you know, talk to my colleagues in marketing and sales and also in operations and say, here's what we're hearing from our, from our stakeholders, our grain producers, as well as uh, some customers here in Regina and Saskatchewan. Now, last time we talked... You told me you had a limousine farm in Quebec uh, near the Vermont border. Yep. How's the farm going this well, year? I was there on the weekends, very hot, but um, you know it is on the Quebec-Vermont border, Quebec side, and uh, the, the herd now is up to uh, 99, so a purebred bull, uh, 50 cows and 49 calves. And we lost the first calf this year in uh, uh, as it was... Uh, was being born, so it was an experience for us to you know, live what what it's like to have uh, a death on the property. It was our first time doing that, so it was a different experience. But uh, it's part of life now. We realize on the farm, you know, that's just part of, uh, of being a farmer. Yeah, the woodlot, it's going okay too. Yeah, the woodlot's in great shape. <laughs> you know, 150 acres now, and and uh, you know we're not uh, harvesting too much of it now, but. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a great asset to have because it allows also the cattle to get some shade, obviously, when they're roaming the, roaming the prairies. John Finn is meeting with Sass Pulse, Sass Wheat, Sass Flax, and the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association today in Regina. Other groups were also invited but were unable to attend. John Finn is the Executive Vice President of Corporate Services at CN Rail. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Tolf. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Signs of herbicide carryover are appearing in drier areas of the province. It's not totally unexpected following the very dry conditions in 2017. Clark Brenzel is the Provincial Weed Control Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. It's something that we see from time to time, particularly when we get a, a very dry year. The last time that we saw it was back in 2004, 2003. Generally what we see is poor breakdown and then it's followed by a bit of a rainfall in the spring that tends to activate it and then you end up having problems. Brenzel says there can be some confusion between whether poor crop performance is being caused by drought or herbicide carryover. He has a suggestion for producers. Well, first off, they need to go back and look at the product that they applied last year and look at the recropping recommendations on that product. And if they put something in that they weren't supposed to, then they're probably not going to get a lot of sympathy from too many people. If it's a crop that is on that recrop label, and you took that on faith that it was going to be okay, then you need to contact the company that manufactured the herbicide that you put in last year, that it's showing symptoms of. Contact them sooner rather than later because we're hearing that a bunch of these companies are getting backed up for performance complaints. And a lot of them have these arbitrary deadlines that end up being sometimes 1st of July, sometimes mid-July, that they won't accept complaints anymore. So get on it right away. If you've got some concerns about your crop and get it checked out, you might be able to call on our regional crop extension specialists and have them come out and look at the field preliminary just to get a feel for whether it's drought damage or whether it's uh, damage from the, the herbicide. And they can kind of give you a preliminary look and tell you if you need to contact the company. But if you contact the company and it's no problem, then we'll figure that out. But if it's, it is a problem and you haven't contacted the company, there is kind of a deadline on getting complaints in and they're not inclined to take complaints at the swather. So you want to get that in ahead of time, and then as time goes on, then maybe we'll do some more assessment on that crop. But you want to get it in now and make sure that you kind of get your place in the queue 
and then going forward, whether it's an issue or not, can be determined after that. Clark Brenzel is the Provincial Weed Control Specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. A market analyst anticipates some fireworks in the U.S. grain markets this week after today's holiday. Adam Putkalo with PI Financials says China is set to impose a 25% tariff on U.S. soybeans on Friday. He says there's no sign of a bottoming out of soybean prices in the U.S. markets. A lot of my clients have been asking whether they should be buying now, and I use the analogy of you don't want to catch a falling knife, and right now the knife still is falling. Now, eventually, yes, I do think there will be a time to buy, but it all depends on the risk. You may want to be trading around daily, but if you are thinking longer term, like this dollar sixty now decline we've had, if it's going to be coming up that amount, I think that's a little bit hard to believe until the dust settles with all this tariff news. But Kalo says canola prices are fairly weak, about $30 overpriced from some other commodities. He says canola has held up quite well with the soybean downturn, so farmers should look at their crop and a combination of pricing some of it at the elevator or using the futures market. But the big news is expected later this week. Really, it will be Friday's tariff news. I think there's going to be a lot coming later on in the week, not only for the commodity markets, but for the stock markets as well. Many analysts are calling that this could be the start of some type of recession. Now, it's very early to tell, but these bigger macroeconomic events are ones that start to build. So Friday could just be the start of something. Adam Putkalo is a market analyst with PI Financial. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as well. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall as well. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola fell a dollar sixty at four seventy eight seventy four. Oats went down forty seven cents at one fifty one seventy five. Number one red spring wheat gained two eighty four at two twenty one thirty eight. The rest were all unchanged. Durham two fifty four fifty nine. Feed barley one seventy two sixty three. Flax four eighty two forty two. Yellow peas two twenty four fifty four. Feed wheat one eighty nine thirty eight. U.S. markets are closed for the July 4th holiday today. At the close yesterday, Minneapolis September spring wheat stopped at 5.35 and a quarter, up eight and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, July the 4th. There's no sale this week due, due to yard maintenance. But here's last week's mark report, 725 heads sold last week. Lots of cows and bulls still on the move. D1, D2, D2 cows, 77 to 87, sales to 91, 92, D3 cows, 67 to 77. Cows are averaging 83.50. Good bulls, 108 to 118, sales to 121, 122. The bulls are averaging 114.50. On to the feeder market, on the steer side, 5 to 600 pound steers, 215 to 230. Six to sevens, 195 to 215, seven to 800 pound steers, 185, and they topped out at 202. 
on the heifer side, five to six hundred pound heifers, one ninety five to two ten, six to sevens, one seventy five to one ninety, and seven to eight hundred pound heifers, one sixty to one eighty. Our next sale will be Wednesday, July the eleventh. Something for you to do this week. The Yorkton Fair starts today, runs until Saturday. Take the family down there for for some fun and excitement, and don't miss the chuck wagon and chariot races. Also, Heartland will be selling the 4-H regional beef and sheep sale. Supper at 5. Sale starts at, at 6 o'clock tonight at the Agra Pavilion. There's over 80 steers to sell, a handful of sheep. So come on down and support. The support is greatly appreciated from all the young participants. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 188 to 190 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 heads, selling in a range of 189 to 191 per CKG. 100 index dressed weight hog prices for week ending Friday, June 29th were Maple Leaf Sig 5, 194.83, Ham's Cash, 193.33, Thunder Creek Britco, 198.41, and High Life, 198.01 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog prices today are higher. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was up with the daily exchange rate at 1.3154. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7609 cents US. Markets are closed today due to the Independence Day holiday in the U.S. U.S. cash markets saw gains to start the holiday week. Wholesale port prices were lower in Monday's trade with pressure coming from loins, hams, and ribs. Lean hog futures were also lower Monday due to the effects of last week's quarterly hogs and pigs report. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, wind west 30, gusting to 50. The high today, 20, the low 9. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 26, the low 15. Friday, sunny, the high 35, that's hot, low 19. Saturday, sunny, the high 34, the low 14. Sunday, sunny with a high of 28, the low 14. Monday, sunny, the high 31, the low 17. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high near 32. The normal high is 25, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 4.53 this morning. It sets at 9.12 tonight. Around the province, Estevan 19, Saskatoon 13, Swift Current 15, Weyburn 17, Yorkton is 15. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 17 degrees, that's 63 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west 35, gusting to 49. Humidity 62%, barometer rising 101.7. Cloudy in Moose Jaw 17, winds are from the west-northwest at 28. Once again, Regina cloudy in 17, that's 63 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.